Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous video on burn-in metadata, you looked at the basic workflow of using the tool in the timeline with source timecode, record timecode and duration. You also learned how you could define what video tracks influence the metadata as well as drive the color scheme of the metadata. This was all done in the timeline view and you could save this as a preset. In part 2, you'll take a look at some of the other metadata tags as well as customizations through the effects editors. You'll also learn another workflow where you'll stack multiple tracks of burn-in metadata in the sequence. And finally, you'll cover some of the differences when using burn-in metadata in batch and batch effects. If you'd like to follow along, please use your own media as this video is not footage specific. I'll carry on with my previous sequence, but you can easily start a new one to get to this point. Now everything you did in part 1 was done using the effects ribbon above the timeline. In fact, you could continue to do so if you wish. However, if you want to have a much more focused interface to configure your burn-in metadata, click the editor button and you'll see the same tools but all those controls are now spread out and not hidden behind pull-down menus. So what you do in the timeline view will be reflected here and vice versa. So the information list contains the source timecode, record timecode and duration metadata layers that were added in the timeline view. You can add, duplicate and delete layers like before. However, in the effects environment, you're able to click on an existing metadata layer and change it to something else if you want. Selecting any of these layers will display the layer's properties including attributes, alignment and layer specifics. And as before, you have the apply to all button if you wish to affect all the layers instead of one at a time. Now let's further expand on burn-in metadata. You can add as many metadata layers as you like. So if you want more than just timecode and duration, just add a layer. The available metadata tags are more or less the same as what's available with the token naming system. But I also want to point out that there are some metadata tags that only appear in the timeline effects and tools and not batch or batch effects. So let's say you want to see the relevant tape or real name, the segment name and the file path details of each segment. You can add each metadata layer and position them to your liking. Remember that if you accidentally chose the wrong metadata tag when adding a layer, you can just click the layer and change its metadata tag. If you had already made any adjustments, all the common attributes and alignments will remain when you switch the tag. You can also mute layers if necessary, so you can control exactly how much metadata you'd like to have on show. Now let's start customizing some of the layers. Start off by scaling text. You'll need to make room for all the metadata layers, so using apply to all makes this a single task. The file location is still too long for the frame, so that will need fixing. Turn off apply to all and scale the text down. All the customizations that you can do here 
can also be done in the timeline view. And any changes you make are completely undoable with Control Z. Next, the alignment gives you three options to choose from. You can set a custom position like this, or you can choose to align to the safe action or safe title. With either safe action or safe title, you get this alignment panel to choose where the selected layer will be placed. So select the record timecode layer and align it to the bottom right of the safe area. Next, select the source timecode layer and align that to the bottom of the screen. Finally, select the tape layer and align it to the bottom left of the screen. So you can quickly align individual layers to logical points on the safe areas. If you want to offset the layers after aligning them, you could switch the alignment to custom position and adjust the sliders. However, a quicker way is to enable the on-screen widgets and move any selected layer. So I'll move the segment name into position, followed by the duration layer. Just so that you know, you also have a global axis in the alignment options to be able to move all the layers as a group. Finally, you have layer specific settings and depending on which metadata layer is selected will change what you see here. For example, select the record timecode layer. The label entry allows you to customize the text before the record timecode. The label entry is available for most metadata layers. You can also force a custom timecode and frame rate. If you enable custom start, it will ignore the record timecode of the sequence. And matching the timeline view, if you select the source timecode layer, you can set the metadata to read from any video track and you would use the pull down menu to choose which track you'd like to use. So elements are really easy to customize and most of the metadata layer customizations are pretty straightforward. Let's look at a few more metadata layers. Select the file location and you can choose to include the file name in the file path. And you can also set a custom level. This removes the common directories of the file path and just focuses on the directories specific to this production. If you look at the list, there are so many metadata tags to choose from. You have date, resolutions, project, user, timecodes, frame and more. For the advanced flame artists, the source version tags relate to the versioning workflow with open clips or pattern clips. So as you update your versions, they can be reflected in the metadata layers. Source name is the original file name. Shot name refers to the VFX shot name on the segment. And segment name refers to the name of the segment in the sequence. Finally, the name tag refers to the name of the sequence. So there is a lot to choose from. However, one metadata layer which I find useful for a specific use case is the custom text tag. When you add it to the list, you get an empty text layer and you can type whatever you want. For example, you can hijack the burn-in metadata tool and use it to apply a watermark. So type watermark 
and apply it to the layer. Scale the text up and turn down the opacity. Next, rotate the text to make it obvious. You can't add a logo, but this can certainly protect your images if required. The other point I'd like to make is that there are no animation tools, as the purpose of this tool is just to burn in metadata. Now exit back to the sequence and you can scrub the result. So you can keep developing burn in metadata, but in this particular example, it's all contained within a single gap effect. Another approach which may be more useful to your production is to layer up the burn in metadata over multiple gap segments. For example, if you look at this clip, you can have your timecode at the bottom while you work. The next video track can contain more metadata if you're checking up on editorial. And finally, the top track can have the watermark. So you can export at any track level in the sequence for a variety of reasons including approvals, and you should not need to render the timeline effects before exporting. To conclude this video, if we switch to Batch, Burn-in Metadata is also available here and Batch Effects. The big difference between the Batch node and the Timeline Effects is that the Burn-in Metadata node does not read the information from the incoming connection. It's impossible to tell what metadata to use because of so many possibilities with connecting the flow graph. Instead, you copy metadata from other nodes. Select the Burn-in Metadata node. Now hold T and click on a source clip to copy its metadata. This performs a one-off copy to all existing metadata layers. If you add any new layers after the fact, they will not have the source clip's metadata. You simply have to copy the metadata again to update the layers. If you want to save the Burn-in Metadata node with any preset layers, simply save it into a custom node bin and drag it out when needed. Just remember to T-click on the source clip to update the metadata layers. Finally, as a last tip, you can also T-click on your render node, and this will use the metadata from the clip you're about to render. So in conclusion, the Burn-in Metadata is available everywhere in the Flame products. It's a Timeline Effects, Processing node, and a module in the Tools area. It's very customizable, quick to use, and fits very well into all aspects of the Flame products. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows, and enhancements to the Flame 2020.2 update. Comments, feedback, and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel and click the bell to be notified for future videos. Thanks for watching and hope to see you soon.